Drum roll, please. From WNYC, you are listening to the Radio Rookies Podcast. A show that puts listeners in the shoes of teenagers. Our lives. Our communities. Our world. Radio Rookies helped me learn that the power of the mic. That the power of the mic is a beautiful thing. Hi, I'm Verilyn Williams, a producer here at WNYC's Radio Rookies. Today's story is from Radio Rookie Mike Brown, who by the 10th grade rarely went to class and was on his way to becoming a high school dropout. Here, Mike explores his own journey and tries to answer the question at the forefront of most educators' minds. How does a teen who's on the path to failure turn their life around? I could have possibly been a high school dropout. By sophomore year, I wasn't doing so well. My mom thought I'd be another young black male on the street. Do you think I was at risk uh, as many other young black men who don't usually seem to graduate from high school? Yeah, because in 10th grade you wasn't going, and I just didn't think you were going to be able to pull it off. Dang, talk about honesty. I never thought about my future. I just cut school. My friends would say things like, Yo, Mike, where you been? We thought you died. Like my best friend, Aaron. My name is Aaron Harrison. We've been friends since the sixth grade. You was type quiet. And I knew he was lazy. From then till like 10th grade, <laughs> he was the same. <laughs> Got your head down on the desk. See drool coming out your mouth. <laughs> I'm like, yo, Mike knocked out. I was too funny. <laughs> In the 10th grade, I would wake up, shower, get dressed, and then go back to sleep. It was just one day I saw how easy it was to just stay home, so I continued it. I was living with my grandma because my mom moved up to the Bronx, and I wanted to stay closer to my school. But then my mom would get called saying I wasn't there. Michael's not in school today. And I'm like, okay, let me call my mom. And she was like, oh, no, he's not here. He's in school. And I'm like, Ma, the school just called me. Go wake him up. And she'd be like, hold on. My mom thought it was a lack of male role model because my father wasn't around much. She thought that maybe if I talked to him, I would change. But that didn't work. Did you feel like it was your fault, mine, someone else's? I kind of blame myself. Nah. My mom did keep trying to get me to go to school. I did. I threatened you. One time, she threatened to take all my clothes to her place in the Bronx. She even told me she called the police if I didn't come back with her. Didn't work. It wasn't until she tried to transfer me to a different school that I knew she was really serious. Really good school. All boys school. I was not with it. The school was called the Urban Assembly for History and Global Citizenship High School. I didn't even know we were going there. She just told me to get up and get dressed. I was tight when I found out. That means I was angry. Walking in, I already had my mind made up. And nobody was going to change it. That's what I thought when I sat down with one of the founders of the school. There was a dim look in your eyes where it was a a, a season of desperation. And you clearly did not want to be in in this particular space. Mr. Batal was a tall guy, gray hair, maybe in his late 40s. He had this orange African print garment on. We shook hands and we went into his office. He asked what can he do for us today. And instead of my mom answering the question, she had me tell him the reason why we were there. I told him I wasn't going to school. Then 
something happened. You know, you began to um, transform even in the conversation that we had. He made me think really hard about what I want out of life. You were starting to respond to some very critical questions that you needed to answer for yourself. But it was a night and day in terms of what I see now, what I saw then. I did pull my act together. It was because of the talk that me and you had with my mom and getting me together. So I wanted to thank you for that talk and uh, inspiration. Thank you for taking heed. I don't even know how he got me to think about my future. He just talked about how a lot of things in life couldn't be achieved without an education. And I would make life harder for myself if I didn't graduate and continue through college. Yeah, I've heard it all before, but after I had that 15-minute conversation, something clicked in me. I stayed at my school, but I picked up my grades and I stopped cutting class. The next awards. I even got an award. I started to realize what life would be if I didn't have money when I get older. How was I supposed to have a family, support my kids, and have a good life? And that short conversation put me in a place where suddenly I could listen to all the other people who came after, like my school's new principal, Mr. Afriye. When a student is hearing the same message from different people, it really encourages them, and, rec- and they feel more supported and they recognize, like, wait a minute, I- There is something that I have to address. There is something that I have to change. My mom would tell me, Pop, you need to go to school so I can be successful. All the adults in that student's life working in concert to make the change. My friends also take some credit. I say we had something to do with it a little. Kept putting in your head, you know, like I graduated on time and all that. And then I think your mom. (laughs) I'm hoping it was me. But she thinks it was mostly the talk with Mr. Patah. I wish I could see him because I would definitely thank him again. Well, Ma, I had a chance to thank him for the both of us. Mr. Patah, thank you. It's really um, uh, a credit to you and being able to hear something translated and then go within to create a strategy for yourself. And it's working for you. I acknowledge and I appreciate your ambition be able to see you smile now man you know your light is shining bright now and so that's where you want to stay of course that's where i want to stay but i wouldn't have gotten there if it weren't for everyone who didn't give up on me who kept pushing me who didn't want me to just be another negative statistic and especially my mom for not letting me drop out for wnyc i'm rookie reporter michael brown Ready? Radio Rookies is supported by the Axe, right? The Axe Houghton Foundation. The Bay and Paul Foundations. The Fred L. Emerson Foundation. The Hive Digital Media Learning Fund and the New York Community Trust. The National Endowment for the Arts. Margaret Newbart Foundation. Newman's Newman's Own Foundation. The New York City Department of Cultural Affairs. The New York State Council on the Arts. On the Arts or of the Arts? The Pinkerton Foundation. The Smart Family Foundation. The W. Clement and Jesse V. Stone Foundation. And Time Warner Cable. Radio Rookies is produced by Courtney Stein, Kari Picken, Andrew Mambo, Sandra Tai, and Maureen, Mar- Marianne, right? And Marianne McCune. 
Our mix engineers are Paul Schneider, Wayne Schulmeister, Casey Means, and Mike Jones. Radio Rookie's theme music was produced by... Wait, what theme music? <laughs> what, what theme music does Radio Rookies have? I don't know. <laughs> they were just trying to give somebody a shout out. <laughs>